We appreciate you. Just letting you know that the first few episodes may be a little janky. episode for a new podcast called Real Talk Through Biblical Womanhood. We're just two sisters in Christ who are flawed (laughs) discussing how we should live according to the word. Um, We always have like serious deep conversations about the world and then just looking at how we view things based off of what we've learned in the word Um, and understanding that we pretty much have been getting it wrong. We've been um, having conversations and then just thought, hey, why don't we share our conversations with the world? Um, Yes, we're geared towards people who are followers of Christ, but this is for people who don't follow Christ because some of these conversations (laughs) just need to happen, period. Absolutely. Or even for someone who's thinking about accepting Christ and you may think that you're not clean enough or Mm -hmm. you're just a little bit too off, um, I guess this podcast is basically to let you know that you... We want you. Um, we're looking to inspire others to accept Christ but, and, and also to educate them on um, the fact that you don't have to be perfect when you come to Christ. You right. know, um, allowing the Holy Spirit to clean you up. Like she said, having those real conversations um, that a lot of believers and non-believers think about when it comes to the word. Um, our goal is to make sure that we apply the word to all of the topics and the conversations that we have. That way you guys know that we are coming from scripture and you know, we just two women trying to live this life the right way. Right. And just looking at um, the things that the world has put in us mm-hmm. and then how they line up with the word of God. Amen. Um, and so I'm going to get started off with just saying, um, so, Sophia, when did you first come to Christ? So I accepted Christ at the age of 19. Um, I am from Philadelphia, so I accepted at my first church. Um, I was introduced to Christ by my father. My father is a believer. Um, at the time, he was trying to pull me in. And, um, I was rejecting Jesus, of course. Um, but I had got, a, got to a place in my life where I recognized my need for him. Um, I pretty much hit rock bottom. Um, I will say that one of my children is kind of who helped me to recognize my need and desire for Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going through some circumstances with that child at the time. And I just felt like I had no out no outlet and I had no answers and I was invited to church and um at that time I, I kind of felt like it was Jesus calling me all along. Understandable. Yeah, I know for me it was the same age, I was nineteen. Um we when I grew up, um, when I was growing up, we did attend a smaller church and that pretty much was just like an introduction. But it wasn't something that left a mark on me. Um, what left a mark on me was like just some of the things that happened in that church. Yeah. Um, but then when I went off to college, my mom joined the church that she's at now. And I started coming there whenever I would come home for break. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was going through a really nasty breakup. And um, just felt like led, you know, to go ahead and walk the aisle, get baptized. Yeah. That's because it's... I say I say yes. that for a reason, <laughs> um, but I was 19 at that point in time. You know, when you're in school, going through these things, especially going through relationships, it does have an effect on you. Mm-hmm. And so that had a profound effect on me, and it allowed me to kind of just pay attention to you know the word of God, going to church because I wasn't going to church at that point in time. But I say that I got baptized at 19 because I feel as though the walk 
really happened like in my 30s. Yes, amen. <laughs> I will agree with you. I, I know we speak about, you know, where we are today and how long it took us to get here. Although we accepted Christ at 19, same for me. I right. didn't start really walking until about a number of years ago, maybe right. 10 years ago, <laughs> um, or at least recognizing that I wasn't a oh true gosh. believer. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm thinking about some of the things that I was doing, you know, between that 19 and like 33, you yes. know, 35. Yes. I was wilding. Yeah. Buck wilding. I agree. Me yeah. too. And, and I, to say that I was not studying the word of God, like it's an understatement. Yeah. I think like I was one of those people where the Bible collected dust. Yeah. <laughs> like on my shelf or right. not even on my shelf. It was in the drawer. Right. Somewhere. Right. <laughs> um, and I only went to, you know, when I was going through some, some rough times. Right. <laughs> so, right. No, I didn't, I didn't study the Bible. I didn't go to Bible study. Uh, we go to, I go to Bible study every week now and I would yes. never yes. in a million years think I would be one of those people at Bible study, Sunday school. I'm at Sunday yeah. school. To me, when I looked at people who were going to Bible study, I was like, those are the people who do too much. Yeah. Or those are the people who are already arrived. <laughs> like, they always did. My mother was at Bible study all the time. You want to go to Bible? Mm, no, man. Yeah. I'll go with you to Sunday, to, to church. Right. But I'm not going with you to Bible study. Yeah. Because who's doing that? Right. So that's funny you say that because the day that I called my father, so what gave me the inkling that I had to accept Christ at this time, right? Mm -hmm. um, I was living with a cousin at the time because my mom put me out mm -hmm. and I went to go lay down I'm taking a nap and I felt like I was like consumed with darkness right, right? every time I closed my eyes I felt like I was falling mm -hmm. and I can feel myself wanting to get myself up out of it but I couldn't right. it was like I was stuck right. and so I went to call my father and tell him like the experience I was having and he was like you want to go to church with me tonight it's bible study and I'm like that, don't let that be my first right. encounter with Christ. Like, I, you know, Bible study might not be the right time for me to kind of come in. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, no, I'm going to wait until Sunday. But the funny thing is, had I died that night, right. would my soul have been saved? saved you right, know? Right. Um, and then to speak to like what you were saying about the studying part. So you already know my story. About right. <laughs> when I came to the Mount, which is our church, Mount Ryan Missionary Baptist Church. In York, Pennsylvania. Yes, where the pastor is. Reverend, Reverend Ryan. Johnson. <laughs> so when I first came to the mail, I still, I would say was kind of like a babe in this walk. Mm -hmm. Maybe like a toddler. Right. You know, um, I had it down packed that I had to make changes in my life, right. that I got to kind of clean myself up, but I was not applying the word to my life. Um, and that'll kind of get into how you and I, you know, met. But um, mm -hmm. I wasn't somebody who was in the word. I remember telling my dad, like, um, when I first started going to church, I didn't carry a Bible and I, and I didn't take just, notes. Just walking and he up was like, you got to take notes. I was like, I'm not a note taker. I am not a note taker. And I just was like, so, right. you know, against anything that would look like I was an actual believer because right. I just didn't understand, right. you know, what the walk was really about. And let me tell you, that is hilarious because that was me. I mean, to me, I was... I was there. Yeah. That was all that was needed. Yeah. I was, I was there. <laughs> I showed up. Me <laughs> right. and my kids. Right. But you're right. Like that whole, you know, notion of taking notes. Like I used to look at people like, oh, y'all wilding. Yeah. Like, it's not that deep. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. but yeah, but of course, young and dumb. You yeah. Know, you don't, you, you know, don't realize. what I felt like wasn't that deep was a Bible bag. <laughs> I was like, why do you need a specific bag for this book? 
But not, but now I got like three Bible bags. Right, because right, you got to have your church bag. Yes, your church you. bag, your Bible bag. And I'm talking about the actual Bible bag. You know the bags that you put your Bible yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. I just thought that that was extra. I'm like, why do y'all need that? Y'all got mints in them. You know, but um, now I understand you need it for your pens and stuff. So you can take notes. I'm over here. <laughs> Because it's real. Yeah. Everybody, I, I know that there's somebody out here who probably yes. has the same thought as her. Yes. So, um, we're going to just talk about how did we kind of get to know each yes. other. Yes. Amen. So, of course, she just mentioned that we um, attend Mariah, Mount Mariah, but we it's, the full name is uh, Mount Mariah Missionary Baptist Church. And so, uh, I came here, uh, started in 2008, and pretty much um, experienced some stuff, you know, while I was here in this church family helped me go through that you know um, my, my husband my ex-husband and I came here together and then we wind up getting separated within a year after we joined the church and so like I was living in New York at the time and did not have anybody up yeah. here and that's yeah. a lot to have to go through and so um, I can say that you know my pastor you know his wife they actually helped me you Amen. know through that process um, it helped me pretty much just stay focused and not get swallowed up and that whole, you know, you're you're no longer, you know, a wife and, you know, you got to fail marriage because that mm. would just take you into a whole tailspin. So Amen. just being here, you know, just pretty much getting grounded in that and just starting to have a church family because I didn't know what that looked like. Right. Family, the family part. Yeah, the yeah. church family part. You know, I know what it looked like to have like your clique in church, Amen. but not like the church family piece. Yeah. Uh, so... I met her through this, and that was through our, um, we had a book club. Yeah. And so that's how we first came. Because honestly, if we are outside of the church, people probably would not put us two together. We, probably, right. we wouldn't run in the same circle. Right. So, like, the likelihood of us being friends, we're probably, like, we may have been, but it would be a slim. Right. Um, outside of, like, just this, this church body. And so yeah. we met through um, our women's book club. Because yeah. she was coming beforehand, but we weren't, we had never, like, really connected. No, I wasn't coming beforehand. But yeah. um, let me go ahead and tell my side go, of that go story. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I joined the mail in 2014. Mm -hmm. I originally came with my family, um, mm -hmm. my now ex-husband, um, and my four boys. Um, same as you, I came kind of looking you know for a church family looking mm -hmm. you know for jesus pretty much i knew i needed a new church right. um shortly after well not shortly maybe a couple years after mm -hmm. um, i ended up getting divorced um and just kind of going into a place where i needed real people and real sisters um when we talk about the book club so <laughs> originally like i said before when i came here to the mount I wasn't big on really reading a word because that was a struggle for me. And you'll see throughout the, the videos that I'm going to be very transparent about that. Even down to um, tackling some of my, my fears by reading on camera. So be patient. But um, I remember having a conversation with Yolanda and I told her, like, I don't read. You know, I'm not coming to nobody's book club. She invited me to the book club. So I was not a member originally. And um, I, was, I was like, I don't read. I don't, I don't even really read the Bible like that. And um, she was like, well, um... Since you know you need that part, right? Like, you, you have to read the Bible. The Bible is pretty much our weapon, you know? And so, um, I was like, all right, I guess I'll come. Um, I ended up joining the book club, ended up being, like, one of the, like, main members in there reading the uh, the paragraphs, you know, highlighting everything. Um, Man, that highlighter was good. <laughs> um, I remember one of them making a joke, like, we might as well just dip your book in highlighter. Because <laughs> um, I was finding so much stuff that just encouraged me. So, 
I want to say that I, I'm so grateful for her being open to um, saying that to me and not looking at it like, oh, this might be a hard topic to, to touch, but being transparent with me, like, listen, you, you need to do that. Mm -hmm. um, as your sister in Christ, I'm going to encourage you to do that. And I will say that not only did she tell me that that was a part that I had to incorporate in my walk, she actually walked that walk with me. So I remember, and I don't know if you remember this, but um, when we first started, you know, getting kind of cool, I asked you to kind of help me with like some lessons and stuff. Yeah, and right. I had you kind of <laughs> putting some words out there so right. I could kind of get better with my vocabulary and uh -huh. stuff like that. And so um, as even with scriptures, her pointing out certain scriptures, um, that right there helped me to get to where we are now. Yeah. Um, being able to sit here with her and kind of share the word and, you know, read it and, and understand it, not just read it, mm -hmm. but understand it. And I was going to say that to what you said earlier um, about how you, you know, I think you said you wasn't studying or something like that. Right. I, when I did read it, I wasn't reading it from the perspective of understanding. Right. Mm -mm. Um, I more so was like, oh, okay, it says this. And then right. move on like it was a regular book. Right. I wasn't becoming intimate with the word. And I think what book club showed me and also my relationship with my sisters, mm -hmm. it showed me is that I need to become intimate with the word. Right. And I, I like that you talked about just reading because that's what I was doing. You know, you got to read the word yeah. within a year. So, yeah. you know, made it, you know, I'm going to read through the Bible. Yeah. You know, and that, that was it. But then I was like, but why do I keep reading? Like, so what's the purpose of reading through it every year? Right. And it wasn't until, you know, I started coming to a Bible study here. When I came to Bible study here, what I liked about Bible study was that it wasn't just our pastor just talking. Like right. it was, it's interactive. Yeah. We are able to actually talk about real life situations and just looking at the word and how it applies to our real life situations, mm -hmm. kind of unpack some of that. And I remember um, our pastor telling us, and he's very adamant about this, uh, please don't take my word for it. Right. Please, please, I need you to go back into the, the word and right. check it for yourself. Because what I want you to do is I want you to also hold me accountable to make sure that whatever message I'm giving, whatever I say is coming from the word. And he is open enough, you know, even he's, he is open, but he'll push back, mm -hmm. but he is open to you checking him, you know, right. saying like, Hey, you know, like Rev, like, this is what I noticed. Like we have a whole debate going on, on, on revelations mm -hmm. and basically the way that we should view it. And so, you know, one of the things that we kind of like laughed about, we was like, well, we won't know until we get to heaven right. who was right exactly. or wrong. That, that's the point. And so, you know, like that was a chuckle, but he allows us to see that, that, you know, he also is a flawed man. Amen. Um, and he puts himself out there. But one of the things that he is very big on is I need for you to make the word your own. Amen. Amen. So I, I do want to comment about my pastor. So, um, so I will agree. Like he, his main thing is study it for yourself. Yeah. Don't just believe me because I said it and because I'm the pastor, yeah. which I love. So many pastors will keep you away from the Bible, right. um, to keep you away from the knowledge because there are things in the Bible that hold them accountable mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. So what better way to um, keep secret what I'm doing wrong than to keep you from gaining the knowledge to be able to point it out. Right. So I love that our pastor does that. And then I also want to comment to the fact that he is very open um, to having conversations if we disagree. Yeah. Um, I have gone on many occasions myself to, um, you know, basically state how I felt about something. <laughs> but let me just passionate. say, and I'm very passionate. And then when I'm, I'm stuck on something or if I believe something, it is very hard to convince me otherwise. But what he taught me is that when I come to him, I need to come correct. 
Right. And the way you come correct is with scripture. Um, yep. You can pretty much tackle any issue, mm -hmm. um, any problem, have any type of discussion as long as you're coming with, with the, the right word. words. Yep. Like you have to use Jesus' word. You cannot use your own. Right. And think that you're going to fight a battle, a battle right. especially with a pastor. And I think so many other pastors, because I know the word says it like that God corrects leadership. Yeah. But so many other pastors use that scripture as an excuse for them to continue to do what they want. Right. Um, and, and we as the body can't speak on it. And so right. I love that. You know what else I love? Right. I just want to share this. How we have our, our business meetings. Of course, you know, I'm not going to say. But the bottom line is how open our church is to yeah. sharing those important information, yep. that important information with us. Yep. That is a lot of stuff that I know churches hide from their congregation. Mm -hmm. They don't share how the money is spent, what ministries um, are looking um to be built or right. how we can be better going forward the next year. It's a lot of ministries that don't do that. And they also don't take the congregation's suggestions typically for repair or, you right. know, building up. So I love that about my church. I love that I don't have to come here and pretend to be somebody that I'm not. Right. That was one of the things that kind of turned me off about church originally. I felt like I had to be already arrived. Yes, uh -huh. clean and right. I can't talk because I'm 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 a little hood. I you know I didn't grow up like everybody mm -hmm. else. So I wanted to be in a place where I could be accepted for me. And, right. and Jesus accepts me that way. But he also wants to clean me up. And right. I think that's what I get at my church. I know. And I, one of the things that, you know, I love about uh, just attending here and like Rev is that he keeps it real. So like if you go to him with a complaint, mm -hmm. <laughs> if you go to him with a complaint, be please, prepared for the reaction. That's what I'm going to tell you. Yes. If you're in your feelings, get out of your feelings I, before you go. Please. Because I know that um, the opportunity of teaching Sunday school like opened up and I, there was something I didn't want to do because of course you know if you read james 3 mm -hmm. verse 1 it tells you off the bat like yeah don't be a teacher because you you're going to be judged more right. harshly than mm -hmm. anyone else mm -hmm. and so the opportunity for me to teach sunday school um came up mind you i'm a, i'm an educator so i've been teaching you know since 2000 right teaching is like is that that's a thing that i love to do but I was, you know, teaching, you know, I was nervous because it's, it's the word of God. Yeah. And I remember yeah. I went to him, the complaint was like, this person always trying to say something slick. It seemed like they trying to derail the lesson. Yeah. And, you know, he just sat there and he listened, you know, he was like, <laughs> okay. Um, so I could do two things. <laughs> I can go ahead and say <laughs> something to this person. Um, or you could use this opportunity to better your skills. Mm -hmm. Iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. You need to dig up in that word and know what you're talking about. So then, therefore, if you see that a derailment is coming, you know how to address it going back to the word of God. Amen. And I was sitting there like, okay, <laughs> I guess. I, you I can't guess. just kick them out the class. Right. And he was like, so what, you want me to, what do you want me to do? Because I could say something. I was like, I, I, I guess I got But that pushed me to, you know. You can't go, and I know that as a teacher, I can't go before my students right. not prepared. Right. And it's the same thing for the word of God. Like, I got to dig deep into this word, you yeah. know, not even just for teaching, but just for, for life. And that kind of gets us into, like, how we came up with the idea yes. for the podcast. Yeah. So, of course, I want to let y'all let know, Sunday school gets real deep. <laughs> it gets so deep. It and, yes. and I love it. 
And so um, there was a series that I did where I looked at the supremacy of Christ, and I'm going to talk about that in regards to, we're going to have an episode where we talk about some of our um, favorite um, pastor yes, teachers. Amen. Um, and it comes from a, a sermon that um, Bodie Bochum, you're going to hear me talk about him a lot, <laughs> um, he did, and it was called The Supremacy of Christ, and it just really opened up my eyes. And so I did that, and then followed by that, I, follow, I followed up with um, what does the world say versus what the word says. Because what I realized, mm -hmm. you know, after that sermon was that the world is so deeply ingrained in me that a lot of my ideologies is from the world and not from the word. Mm -hmm. And so the two of us started having like some really deep conversations because our conversation used to be like i need you to i need you to talk me off the ledge right but like right. then sometimes we would see things that were happening in the world and like sis what you think about this right. and then we would just start talking about scripture and like just how it pretty much is you know uh contradictory of what the word says mm -hmm. and so from this we were like hey why don't we do a podcast mm -hmm. where we take our real talks and share them because if we're thinking this it's probably other people that's thinking this. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So like Yolanda said, I think that our goal was to just kind of dive deep. Like she said, those conversations we, mm -hmm. we had were pretty much like surface based, yeah. but then they became beneath the surface yes. type of conversations. And so we was like, Hey, you know, I wonder how many other people are thinking like this and, and how many other people understand and know that they can mm -hmm. apply the word to those same issues. Right. And I know one of the things that um, we've just learned, so technically, this is like maybe our third gathering. We've, we've recorded a total of four episodes. <laughs> All right. So you probably, when you see this, <laughs> we'll let yeah. you know, we had to go back and re-record this, this episode yes. uh, because <laughs> technical difficulties is like a whole different thing. I, we learning though. We are. We learning. I, I, I've done a YouTube channel before, but this is like my first one doing it by, by myself. The yes. other one, I was just a, a participant, you know, and the <laughs> other person was doing everything. This time, you know, it's like actually like understanding you know sound and yeah. all of that so yeah. we're re-recording so you may see us referring to the first and second episode in episode three and four scratch that <laughs> just letting you know because Let we had to blah, 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 do this again um but just sitting here and just thinking about some of the things that we experience you know on a day-to-day -day basis that mm -hmm. we then kind of have a conversation about pretty much our conversations that i know that you know women and men are right. having you know just all about i feel as though we have probably we probably never would have thought about doing a podcast right. you know in the past but like just to god be the glory you know for him to be able to give us the opportunity to do that and just to kind of share it with you um share it with you all um, so, so the setup will probably be pretty much this first season we really want to just focus on just what's grounded us um in, mm -hmm. in these mm -hmm. conversations um what has opened up our eyes to things that we were doing that was contradictory to the word of God. And so you'll see in episode two, we're going to dig into Romans 12 because Romans 12 Amen. pretty much has set the foundation for us along with just the word of God, period. Um, and then you'll see that we'll have episodes where we just talk about some really heavy topics that's happening within the world that even as followers of Christ, that you'll see that we're still kind of conformed to the world and going mm -hmm. by what the world says and not what the word of God says. And it's hard because living a, you know, um, living according to the word of God, you know, living according to the gospel, it's considered controversy. Yeah. So there are things that 
I have to kind of reprogram my mind and thinking because it's, it doesn't align with the word of God. But I know that in the past, my thinking would have been with the world. Like, I mean, I'm yeah. saying, I don't understand. And so, you know, just having those conversations and just kind of rethinking about how we actually view the world um, and how we should view the world. Amen. So let me just tell y'all this. Living according to the word of God is hard. Mm -hmm. oh I'm just going to be a whole hundred, especially when... Mm -hmm. You were brought up a certain way, and now yep. you had to filter out oh all of those things that you thought were right. Now you, you figure out it ain't right because oh you, you are a believer. However, accepting Christ was the best decision I ever made. Yeah, Everything that I've had to shake, everything I had to give up, even the stuff that I am fighting now was all yep. worth it. Yes. The foundation of our podcast is going to be a scripture that we use. Um, our pastor introduced to us. Yes. Um, he requires the the church not require, but he do encourage. I'm gonna say encourage. Yeah. The entire congregation to read daily. Right. I know we spoke about this before. I am not obedient <laughs> in that area. Um, even now with us starting this podcast, I still struggle from time to time with right. doing that every day. Mm -hmm. But when I tell you that this podcast has allowed me to dig deeper into this particular scripture and also unpack what it's really saying. Right. Um, in the past, he said that this uh, chapter is designed to teach the Christian how we should live. Mm -hmm. Um, some of the stuff in it, I don't, I don't want to do it. Oh my God. And so it just, it, I'm just going to be honest. I, I don't want to do it. And so I think that was my resistance right. when it came to reading it every day. I was being right. disobedient because I did not want to hear the truth. Right. I did not want to be corrected in certain areas. I like the good parts about it, right. but the stuff that required <laughs> me to give up some stuff. I'm in here like internally <laughs> busting out laughing. I'm, I'm I, know, serious. I know all the stuff that she's talking about, but she's, but she's, she's I'm, right. I'm being honest. And yeah. so, um, the word is designed to cut you. Would you say, Vody always say, if you can't if say, you can't say amen, say ouch. Bodie Bokum's famous line, if you can't say amen, say, say ouch. This, this chapter had me saying ouch a lot. Yeah. So, um, again, I think that our goal is to bring you real life circumstances and situations, mm -hmm. but bring the word into it so you know that you're not alone. Right. Um, even when it comes to studying the word, I think that it is so perfect that we have a teacher here. And somebody who's struggling with education. Because we need everybody to understand that this is for everybody. If you feel like you struggle with reading and understanding the word, I'm right here with you. Um, I know that the Holy Spirit can open us up and allow us to be able to right. understand it. And so I think if nothing else, that's going to be my little um, piece that I add to make sure that everybody know that. Right. No matter where you are, you, you don't have to have the best education. You don't have to be the best right. uh, reader or anything like that. Jesus came for you too. Yeah. And one of the things that, you know, Talia and I always talk about is that although we are different, we mm -hmm. are very similar. <laughs> right. we, are, we are very similar. And so, you know, the opposites, you know, of us, you know, we are able to kind of like support each other in where we may differ. Yeah. Um, but then those similarities come in. And so that's, that's where we came from because there are things that were popping up. And she was sending it to me and I was like, oh my goodness, I was about to send you the same thing. Like, yes. what? Let's sit here and discuss it. And then she was like, can you talk for a second? And a second turns into like an hour, yeah. you know, like hour and a yeah. half because we just um, unpacking it. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that looking at Romans 12, 
that right. Celia and I always talk about, and I, I get what she's talking about. First of all, because we're sitting now, you can't see. We two short women, so we feisty. Right. We're feisty. <laughs> you know, I'm a on, I'm I'm a low key feisty. She out, you know, mm -hmm. bring about it yeah. feisty, and so that pretty much us wearing our um, feelings on our sleeves, you know, we would get in our feelings a lot. And so sometimes I would see that happening with her and I'd be like, hey, hold back, you know, because right. I, I, I see where you're coming from. I yeah. got you. Yeah. You know, and there's sometimes and she had to tell me like, look, I'm going to need you to simmer down now because yeah. you, you super conservative, but you know, it comes across a little judgy. I need you to just go home, come on and focus on, you yeah. know, on what we need to focus on. And so that's one of the things that kind of really um, allow our relationship to actually become, Amen. you know, a little bit closer because of the fact that we were constantly dealing with stuff that was similar in nature, mm -hmm. even though we may have, we may see it from a different approach, but, mm -hmm. you know, being able to discuss it from the word of God, because you just need somebody that's going to be able to pull you in, Amen. talk you off the ledge, keep you, hold you accountable. Um, and so she says that sometimes, you know, we do have to have those difficult conversations yes. and they don't always go well. You right. know, they, 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 they may look like we about to, you know, go not, to be war. Friends, not to be friends forever again. But, but we see. good. And, yeah. and so let me just say something to that. Even in those conversations, mm -hmm. it is still love. Yes. Um, we've had some very hard conversations. I remember even one conversation. I was like, all right, I'm going to just have to get off this phone. Like, we yes. just got to hang up. I was in my feelings. And the thing about it is this, right? Um, after the fact, I realized that it was some truth and what was said, you know, <laughs> I didn't want to hear it at that moment. But the bottom line is I love that we are able to have those real conversations mm -hmm. and use the word of God, but right. also show love in the midst of, right. you know, um, it doesn't have to end our relationship. A lot of friendships end because somebody told somebody the truth and they didn't want to hear it and they didn't want to hear it and so i love that we are both open to receiving it because it's the same for her too if i call her um and you know she sometimes she'll call me and bounce some stuff yeah. up for me and say hey what you think and i say i don't know right or i don't know like yeah that was right you know because sometimes we can feel conflicted in our decision making and not really know for sure right if that was the right decision and one of the things that we're asking you all to do is just if you feel uncomfortable about something you know Take a step back and say, yeah. why do I feel uncomfortable about this? Right. What is it that is making me feel feel uncomfortable? Yeah. Don't, you know, get upset. Don't all of a sudden just bombard us in the comment section, you know, yeah. going off. You know, we understand that pretty much we're flawed. We're not coming here saying that we have it all, that, right. you know, we know it all, that we've arrived. We're coming here letting you know that we don't know it all. Mm -hmm. and we want to study. Like, this is almost like a Bible study, you know, slash right. discussion session Amen. that we want to open up to, to, the, to the world. So just understanding that these conversations are conversations that you, we want you to engage in with yes. us. You know, send us comments, send us, you know, um, yes. DM us on our uh, Instagram page and yes. our TikTok page. And the comments send us your YouTube. prayer requests. Um, just anything, engage with us, send us any topics that you would like to kind of talk about. You know, we may have it on our list, we may not have it on our list. But we do want you to know that this is pretty much an open conversation here. We don't want to make it seem as though we are closed off to anyone. Right. Um, Absolutely. You know, if you do have something that you feel, you know, strongly against, you know, we don't have a problem with you actually commenting on it, but we just ask that you be respectful. Um, mm -hmm. Not even just to us, but to anybody else that's commenting up here. One of the things that we love about following Christ is the grace Amen. that comes with it. Because no one is perfect but Jesus Christ. Amen. That's it. And so that was one of the things that I love. You know, when I read and look at how he handled people, I'm like, man, look at that. Yeah. Like, he had a, a very beautiful way of calling it out. Yes, but, it but, so still, but still, you know, encouraging and building yeah. up. And so 
So that's all we just ask that you do. Um, so we're going to end this first episode. We say thank you. Thank you. Prayerfully, you'll come back, that you'll subscribe to our YouTube channel, to our podcast. Yeah. Um, follow us on Instagram, on TikTok. Uh, but the whole thing is that we want to make sure that we are all lifting each other up, that we're Amen. all learning the word of God, and that we are actually just really thinking about um, this world and what the word says. And just are we aligned to that? So again, Amen. 